Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Who has a mixtape? We do. Who needs a mixtape? You do. Who makes a mixtape? We do. Who needs a mixtape? You what's up everybody i'm jason emmett welcome to another exciting edition of the mixtape and guess what I don't really like my friends. But they're here anyway, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. <coughs> Go for it. <laughs> this is Casey Masterpiece. Wow. Thank you. I'm <laughs> um, Twisted Kid Matt. And I'm here again, Stewie. <laughs> <laughs> Stewie. Oh, my God. That was weird. <laughs> like, all around. Uh, but, hey, you know what? I'm okay. high as fuck. But whatever. <laughs> And, uh, so, yeah, okay. I'm what? drunk as fuck. Oh, dude. Well, you should have, you should we should have oh. been hanging out together and, you know. Oh, so we are here and, uh, it's going to be a fun episode. I hope. I don't know, but we're going to talk about some fun stuff anyway. Uh, hopefully everybody checked out last week's episode, our interview with Michael Lockwood. If you have not, then go listen, damn it. And then yeah, come doing? back and listen to this one. Uh, we appreciate all you guys. Hey, we have, um, some cool stuff coming up, so we want you guys to pay attention, and we want you guys to, uh, you know, follow us on all the socials and whatnot, um, because that's the best way to find stuff. Uh, we have a Facebook, which is just Tapeworms, fans of the Mixtape Podcast. We have an Instagram, which is like our name with a bunch of underscores under it, right? The underscore mix, yep. underscore tape, underscore podcast, underscore Matt is a dude. Is not. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, we're mix, underscore tape, underscore pod over on Twitter. And uh, we also have a TikTok, which is just the mixtape podcast. You should go over and check us out on all those. And we're going to tell you about some cool stuff coming up here in the future, including a possible really cool screening event this spring that we want you guys to be paying close attention to because uh, you might want to come out for it. We're going to try to make it worth your while. Work. Stewie's. Yeah, you going, might want to be. You might want to fly out for this one. Yeah, because Stu's yes. going to do a his. Stu does this really cool uh, nipple tassel dance. Yeah, it, you got, it's you, like his twist on the truffle shuffle. And you really well, there's but, but there's tassels. There's like like honestly on the nips. If you haven't experienced it, too. you don't know true joy in life. What Stu yeah. has is like a classically trained dancer. All right. No, most people didn't know yeah. this about Stu. He's very yeah. classic. That's also why he hasn't yeah. been on the show for a while. He's been training. He's really been yeah. like training and <laughs> he's honing been, his. Yeah. He's been taking abilities. classes. He really wants to. Yeah. I'm just saying, guys. He's, he's been learning little, ribbon dance as well. Ooh, That's like a little thing. That ribbon he's dance. Off here. Ribbon dance or river dance? Ribbon dance. Oh. Both. Ribbon. Wild both. river dance. I've heard both. He said wild river dance. Ribbon dancing. Yeah. While river dancing, I call it river ribbon. Ribbon, ribbon. Yeah. I don't. I, 
I don't know where we're going. I, th- I believe I believe in Ohio it's just called over the Rhine. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Local oh. humor. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, guys, I, I can tell you dancing. right now that if you come out for the screening, no matter how much we beg, Stu will not dance for you. But no. <laughs> but he'll be there. And you can meet He'll him. Be there. And he, he but can, for $75,000 on our I will do yeah. whatever the fuck you want for $75,000. I'll dance with some ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll be at the screening more than likely. Uh, I don't know why he wouldn't be. And, uh, you know, he, he'll, i mean, if you want to dance for him, he'd probably watch. He might be a little weirded out, but got some he'll throw a couple y'all. dollars at you. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Uh, what else, Matt? Uh, YouTube's happening. We'll uh we should have a yes. date sometime here soon. We'll let you know all about that. Uh thank you. <laughs> Stu, Stu just hit me. Like, it was a reset did, button. Did, did you just have a stroke? <laughs> like an actual stroke? Who's <laughs> stuck? I was stuck. Um, Dude, these stroke mouths are getting serious. We're uh, we're gonna we're gonna be having some guests. That wasn't a stroke mouth. That was like a. <laughs> I needed the reset button hit. That's all. It was fine. He was stuck. I was stuck. <laughs> Ooh, I was stuck. Uh, so we're gonna have that kind of that kind of comes. Kind of fits in this episode. Uh, topic, yeah. Thanks, Stu. Damn it! This is what happens when you put people in the room with me. I do get stuck because Stu just caught the fact that I said that kind of comes. And he goes, "It does come." <laughs> Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> the wow. whole it's the whole dude ain't it's a donkey thing. Uh-huh. Back in the that's a weird reference, but I get tripped up on words sometimes. And I was talking about the movie uh, Bachelor Party, and I started to say there was this. Like something like there was this donkey and this man eating. Like it ended up, uh, what I ended up saying was there was this man eating donkey, but that's not what I was trying to say. And one of our listeners might have even been Skizna for all I can remember, but somebody's like, there was a man eating donkey that like rode into the show. Like I missed that part of the movie. I'm like, I want to say it was Skizna, but I'm not sure. You guys don't have to call me out on all my stupidity. <laughs> like some of it, fine, but um, yeah. So you record it for the world to know. I so. know that's true. We put it out there so you guys can throw it in my face. We that's what she said. are going to be having okay. some guests on the show here soon. Uh, the guys from Behind the Funny should go over and check out their show. We are actually going to be on their show as well. They're going to be on here in a few weeks, and we're going to going to be talking about Woodstock '99 because Ace from Behind the Funny was actually there. So he's like, would you guys like to talk about it? I'm like, how would we? Yeah, we would. Yeah, so we want to hear about how you went back there and broke stuff. Break stuff. Biscuit joke. I think they should have a Woodstock 2024. Dude, I hope. I, I think they need to quit trying. They just need honestly. to. Yeah. Yeah, it's none of it's Woodstock, and I don't know why they're calling it that. I hope that when well Ace comes on the show time. that he's like, Oh yeah, I was totally like I was one of the guys that flipped over a bus and lit shit on fire. <laughs> like we just find out you went nuts. It was like, fact, you know what a flipping over a bus body smells crazy. like? Because I do. <laughs> it was it was his nom. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, every time I hear Limp Biscuit, I lay on the ground and start twitching. <laughs> Nothing like smelling napalm in the morning. Oh man! Uh, oh, it ought to be interesting. They're a funny group of dudes. So, a group. There's two of them. <laughs> but that's a group. What makes it? What constitutes a group? More than one. There has to be more than two, probably. I mean, yeah, probably more than two. <laughs> probably more yeah, than two. Listen. Two's a couple. <laughs> oh god! But go check them out. 
uh, please do. Also, uh, don't know when yet. Uh, probably by the time this airs, we'll have a better uh, grasp on when possibly. But I think we're going to be having on Freddie from Night Living Podcast. He's going to come on. Big music fan. And we love a lot of the same music. And uh, we've been talking to him you know, a lot over the last few months about coming on. And uh, I think he's going to do it. So that ought to be a lot of fun. We haven't we haven't had the chance. We live right by Freddie over here, and we hardly ever get to see him. So it'll be good to have them on. They were uh, one of the early podcasts that we became friends with yeah. way back in the day, and uh, Night Living Podcast. It's yeah, a we horror. Were actually, on there a couple times. Uh, you and I were on their show uh, many many moons ago. We talked about Crossroads with. Uh, yep. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> not that Crossroads. The movie Crossroads. <laughs> With uh, Karate Ralph Kid Macchio. Ralph Macchio in it, so you know he's like sixty-one. Mm, yeah, probably. So, so about right. He ain't no Still kid crying, kicking in He the looks beaches. good. Looks good though. He ain't no karate kid. Still karate man. <laughs> Once a karate kid, always a karate kid. Or like in the remake, a kung fu kid. Watch out! Uh, so <laughs> there you go. Well, I don't know what I was talking again? about, but we're going to uh, proceed what? forward. What, Matt? Turn said, out for what? Again? No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you got you got a little too turned for a server. Right. Right. Okay. I don't know where this is where we're going. So I don't know what happened. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna right. cast a line to reel this back in so we can we'll, talk about we'll crazy shit. Yeah. Hey, uh, no, we won't. Why do you do that? Don't say what we will. Cut <laughs> out because then I have to do it. I don't want to because it's fun. <laughs> uh, Cut that out. And Matt will put all the notes up on Instagram. Oh, and he will also send me over the little video clips to put on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> Dick. Uh, I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel attacked. You were. All right. So this week we decided we wanted to talk about a couple of shows from the 90s that want to kind of ventured a little further than the 90s, but some shows that we don't, uh, I don't know, man, we... we haven't really talked about in a long time, and when we got in the discussion of talking about them here on the podcast, it uh, made me kind of go back and revisit some stuff and uh, kind of stirred up some feelings for me. We wanted to talk about two different shows, and what we wanted to do is a little pseudo-versus, but not a, not a real versus. We want to discuss the two shows and some of their skits and some of the personalities that were on them, and then we want to discuss which one we think people remember the most today. I know it's going to be odd because uh, of our generation. I think that the four of us would probably, right off the cuff, want to say in living color, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure that that holds as true as we think for the younger generation. I think Mad TV. I think that most of them know skits and stuff from Mad TV. So we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. So let's start by talking about in living color. We'll do what we always do. I'm going to give a little bit of history. In living color. That was beautiful thank you that was that was was really good yep uh i'm gonna give a little history about the show and then we're gonna talk about our thoughts and opinions and and whatnot and then we'll get into mad tv so in living color 1990 to 1994 really didn't run as long as you probably remember it running no yeah four years that's four years uh there were some reasons for that the show was created by keenan ivory wayans um and produced by ivory way productions in living color was uh very controversial due to uh Wayans' decision to uh, to portray a form of irreverent black humor in a time when mainstream American taste regarding black comedy on television had been set by inoffensive, had been offset 
by inoffensive family-friendly shows such as The Cosby Show, <laughs> which, yeah. uh, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> look out, Keenan Ivory. <laughs> right. So, heads up, uh, things are going to probably get a little problematic when you mention The Cosby Show in comparison to wholesome family entertainment. <laughs> well, if you think about it, though, The Cosby Show itself was yeah. wholesome entertainment. We, you yeah. know, the show behind, behind the scenes, behind the, the scenes, yes, totally, totally different. different story, yes, right? yes. Um, <laughs> Rudy, well, run! What happened? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> man! Well, well, actually, <laughs> wow. Rudy was like one of the only cast members that actually still supported Bill Cosby. So. Oh, really? Yeah, well, yeah, f her. So wow. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. This conversation is already turning. So let's. Go. <laughs> yeah. Well, as turn. as things are going to have it though, what's funny is uh, there's going to end up being a feud on this show as well. That's kind of what happened to the show. There ended up being a feud for control between Fox and the Wayans family. Yeah, um, very similar to like how Dave Chappelle had his feud with. Yeah, uh, once they Comedy Central, and we'll we'll talk about it here in a second. What happened? Um, but before we do, I want to talk about some of the well. There were pretty much the whole Wayans family was involved. Damon, Kim, Sean, Marlon—they were all part of this show. Um, uh, they all had regular roles on the show or did something. Were involved in the making of the show in some way, shape, or form. Which you know, you know. Uh, brother Damon Wayans frequently appeared as an extra on the show. So Damon wasn't on it, or I'm sorry, Dwayne. I said Dwayne frequently appeared as an extra on the saying, show. Damon, Damon was on lot. the show. I meant Dwayne. I was uh, say, yeah, Damon. Damon was like a main cast member. Right. The other thing we need to understand about In Living Color that is such a big deal. There are a lot of names I'm about to throw out here that you all know now, but you did not know back then. Uh, for example, Jamie Foxx, Jim Carrey, Tommy Davidson, David Allen Greer. Um, I mean, you did not know who these people were back then. They were introduced. Who, who are these people? Yeah. Who? Actually, one of the fly Jeez. girls. Was, some of the, yes. Yeah, some of the biggest paid actors and actresses of all time. Jennifer show. Jennifer Lopez. Too. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, she was a fly girl, but she was introduced. Uh, something that yeah. you may not remember, Stu was also... He at least auditioned to be a fly. Guy. Yes, he's. That's where he got um, his start dancing. That's why I was yeah. called the fly guy. That's how we got he's, the nipple tassel. Yeah, they, he he tried to do his audition. He yeah. went to the Wayans. He really wanted that job. Yeah, he proposed yeah. to the he's Wayans. Like, Don't do anything, Mister Wayans. He and, proposed a new thing called the fly guys. That's actually where uh, <laughs> the, the offspring got their one song pretty fly for a white guy. Yeah, that's yeah. how that came. From. It was it was a autobiographical tale of, right. of Stu. Yeah, 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 and then it just didn't. They tried, and it just didn't. It, it, it yeah. pulled. That's also away. his his dancing name is I'm Stewie D, y'all. That's not like that's mm-hmm. a stage. That's name his dancing name. Yeah, it pulled well right. with the audience. Yeah. By the way, his he dancing did a lot of popping and locking with nipple twirls, <laughs> which is so. pretty damn hard once you think about it. Yeah, his nipples, and so was he. <laughs> oh, God. The dancing pulled really well with the audience members, but Stu just yeah. he just couldn't get he, he and he and yeah. Keenan Irig didn't get along so well. They they had different yeah. directions on what they wanted to yeah, take the was, dancing. You know who Seven really loved tall, it? Though? I was five. The men tall. on guys, they really they liked it. it. Yeah, they were big fans of his yeah. dancing. Yeah, 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 they yeah. gave it two snaps up and a twist <laughs> yes. of the nipple. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you stole my line. <laughs> anyway. Yes, the show did introduce us to, to Jennifer Lopez and Carrie Ann Inaba. 
they were uh, the dance troupe, the Fly Girls. They were part of that troupe. You know what's funny though? Um, so we blame. Hey, 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 let, me, let me pause there. Like Carrie Ann Anaba from Dancing with the Stars. Yes, Is that who we're talking about. Yes, really, I did not know. And that. Jennifer Lopez. Now, she actually Jennifer Lopez came later. Uh, she wasn't in like the first, I think, two seasons. I think she came in season three or something like that. Uh, here's something you maybe did not know. Uh, do you know who the choreographer was for the Fly Girls for a part of the show, for a big part of the show? Uh, Paul Abdul? Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez? Rosie okay. Perez. Yeah, I think I remember hearing yeah. something about that yeah. one time. Crazy, right? She's hot. So the show was, like, instantly popular. Like, it, it was it, the first two seasons, I mean, like was reaching out to crowds they'd never expected it to reach out to. I mean, they thought it was mm-hmm. going to be, you know, a predominantly black market, and it wasn't. I mean, everyone loved the show. Right. You came into high school talking about it every week, like, oh, my God, did you watch In Living Color last night? Yeah. Which was really cool. I, rem- I remember when I mean, uh, Living Color was pretty much like almost like a threat towards Saturday Night Live. For a minute, time. yeah. Yeah. For a minute, it was, it was kind of the opposite of it, really. If you think about it, it was. It was very opposite. Yeah, it was a lot of white people with one black guy. Very white. <laughs> and that's Living true. Color was mostly think, black with one white guy. That's I true. That's Till part later. of the reason why um, uh, Saturday Night Live, like after in Living Color's first season, I think they then hired more black cast members. You know, for their following season. So is that a, why in Living know, Color it only had one white guy? For a while, they actually ended up having more. Um, yeah. Well, I can tell you what what uh, Keenan Ivory said about the whole thing. Um, he basically said he wanted to produce a variety show similar to Saturday Night Live, but he said I wanted to do a show that reflects different points of view. Um, we've added an Asian and a Hispanic minority to the show. We're trying in some way to re- to re- represent all the voices. Minority talent is not in the system, and you have to go outside. We found Crystal doing her act in the lobby of a theater in Chicago. We went beyond the comedy stores and improvs, which are not showcase, uh, which are not showcase places for minorities. So he wanted to. That's what he was saying right from the get go. You know, he saw Saturday Night Live and he wanted to do what they were doing, but he wanted to reflect multiple personalities and multiple uh, different uh, ethnicity groups, which I thought was really cool. Um, and and it worked. I mean, it worked well. I I, mean, yeah. I think it was representative. And the fact is that the skits on the show, much like Saturday Night Live, would pick on anything and everything, so you knew not to take it so serious. But we have discussed this many, many times, whereas uh, Kev doesn't believe that most of these skits would work today, that they wouldn't be able to pull some of them. Some of them, they might. Um, but some of them, they probably would not. Um, Hated it. Yeah, I think- men on might be might be tough. Dude, it hilarious. might be tough, <laughs> but I think that could pass. I mean, handyman, that's a different story. That one <laughs> would be really rough, yeah. And yeah. probably uh, rightly so. Handyman. Yeah. Oh. Just you can look it up. I can't <laughs> you can look yeah, it we'll up. Yeah, we'll leave that one for, uh, for um, Google later. Mm-hmm. But the <laughs> Wait, show I'm not Googling that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to Google handyman, you're not sure what will come up. <laughs> It's <laughs> like it's like say hey uh, Google blue waffle. No, well, I'm not. Were those words you just spoke? Google blue waffle. Oh, okay. I know what he said. I'm not you going to. Do it. Thanks for telling all our people out there to do that. Yeah, though. no, don't do that. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't, don't do actually that. listen to Stu. Stu, 
damn it. Why did you have, <laughs> we have them back on? The thoughts and opinions of Stuart Diamond. I don't know what it is, and I don't intend to ever find out. Many constituents. I don't know what what that is, and I don't intend to find out what that it's is. Aw- nope. It's awful. Okay. So it's an awful waffle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Um. Anyway, it worked well, by the way. The show did great. Uh, show like was blowing up, uh, won the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Variety Music or Comedy Series in 1990. So like their first year out, they won an Emmy. Um, it, it really worked. It, so I don't know if people, for, for people who grew up like in our generation, we understood where the Wayans came from. So, you know, Hollywood Shuffle, I'm going to get you, sucker. This stuff was, was pre- uh, in living color, and I think it kind of set right. the tone and, and really set these guys off. And uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Was one of those movies where I don't know where it came from. I just know it was in my life one day, <laughs> and it never well, it, left. It's <laughs> funny that you mentioned. Uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker, and uh, let's see, uh, Hollywood Shuffle. Hollywood Shuffle, because they were part of the the Wayne's brothers were part of what was called the Black Pack, which included Eddie Murphy. That makes sense. And the Wayne's were part of uh, Raw. Uh, you had Robert Townsend. So, and what, hold up. Both. In what way were they part? Yeah. They, yeah. Were they like producers or something on Raw, or like? I think they were like writers. Oh, really? Uh, really? Yeah, the, yeah. And uh, let's see. Paul Mooney was a part of the Black Pack too, and he was like the head writer of Unlimited Color. That is really cool. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that was even it a makes, thing that existed. Makes perfect sense when you start thinking about it, though. The way it's, so the way it's family. Is like one of those like dynasty families that nobody ever really discusses. The thing is, though, you really don't hear about the younger Wayans anymore. Like the younger ones. Yeah, I mean, you, you know I mean, about Damon, Damon Wayans Junior is is yeah, all over you, the place. But and, you don't really hear about well, any and, the maybe, and maybe like some of Marlon. Um, well, Marlon's just did a movie on. I mean, Marlon's still around. Well, they're considered the older group. Yeah, now. he's saying like they're kids, and yeah. and maybe their kids oh. didn't go into acting. I, I don't really or. It may be such a thing. We we probably should have looked this stuff up, but it may be such a thing that they, you know, they're they're just in the background, continuing to run the family business. I mean, possibly. You know, I'd, I'm sure that they have their hands in a lot of things. I think it, it, I think it becomes a thing where some of these people get really famous, and the smart ones um, will like start branching into other things. So maybe they're not still in the public eye, but probably they're still making lots of money. Or yeah, probably. Examples of this like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. You know, they're still making mm. millions and they're not in the public eye much anymore. Um you can look at uh well look at look at Puff Daddy, Sean John. I mean he still makes a butt ton of money and when was the last time you, you saw Puffy anywhere? But he still makes a buttload of money because he created other businesses and, and for all I know that's exactly what the Wayans did. Right. It would be great to see like a resurgence, like a in living color, like reboot kind of thing. I would be down for it. And we've got we've got channels now. All original. Would, I mean, it wouldn't even have to be Fox. They it would could definitely uh, out outlast uh, the new SNL. Well, not outlast. I well, mean, it's it, SNL's SNL been. Sucks. God, I don't. It's older than I am, right? So <laughs> like, yeah, but the yeah. SNL just sucks now. So. Yeah. Well, and they've always Saturday Night Live has always had their ups and downs. It just feels like their down has been a long time. Like they haven't it, had it enough. It seems in a while. like the sketch comedy is kind of went to the wayside. I, I might agree with that. You don't see it as well. I think online has really affected. People yeah, put s- I, sketch stuff online, you know, like college humor and stuff. It's all right. out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure TikTok and YouTube haven't helped none. Which, 
That's what I'm saying. Like they could they could relaunch in Living Color now, and there's so many channels out there that would let them do and probably have a little more creative control. And that was the problem. So, well, I think you just definitely have to have like better, like good writers. I mean, look at Key and Peele, um, the Chappelle Show, which was even though it's been a while since that was on, but still, the Chappelle Show was pretty awesome. But that's just it. Look at In Living Color, Chappelle Show, Key and Peele. These shows all did well. There is a definite want for these kind of things. Mm-hmm. So I think that if they, like you said, if they got the right writers and relaunched on some, you know, another channel somewhere, um, it, it would probably do great. Uh, what ended up happening, though, is Keenan Ivory, he stopped appearing in, in sketches pretty much all together in 1992 after two seasons. I'm sorry, after the end of the third season. He basically got in a dispute with Fox, um, again, about creative control. When he when they started the show, it was kind of presented up front that he would have creative control, and then Fox kind of stepped in and started trying to change the, the direction of things. But unfortunately, you know, there's contractual stuff, so he just sort of stepped out a little bit. Um, Damon went on to pursue a movie career uh, oh, right around that same time, so Damon kind of stepped off the show a lot. He wasn't there as much. Um Marlon, who had joined the show the same year, like prior, left shortly after Keenan resigned as producer, and Sean and Kim both left at the end of the fourth season. Um, then we had Anne Marie Johnson and Jay Leggett, um, who added were added to the cast later. But this is right, like this is towards the end at this point. The shows was Jim Carrey through all of it. Um, Did he last through the? I I want to say maybe. Three seasons? I think he was there all but maybe the last season. And I think then he might have been like a featured sometimes. But I, I could I mm-hmm. could be wrong about that. Okay. Um, it's funny because Anne-Marie Johnson had been involved with the weigh-ins. I mean, she's in I'm Going to Get You, Sucker. It's like she'd been around, yeah. involved with them you for know, a long time. So Anne-Marie Johnson, has she has range. She was on the heat of the night tonight. Yes, TV yes. Show, she was in what What's Happening Now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she, you're right. She had major range. I always thought she was really cute mm-hmm. too. So, oh hell yeah! <laughs> and her role in "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker" is hilarious. <laughs> like yes. she has a small part, but it's so funny. She's like taking her butt off and taking this mm-hmm. butt. It's not real either. <laughs> it's so good. She take her leg off her butt. Yeah, she's yeah. like hopping around on oh one God, leg, chasing it. him. Come back, come back. <laughs> her boobs. She takes it all off. Uh, because he, because she, she says something about ten inches, and he's like, "I gotta be honest, I'm not ten inches." And then she's like, "Well, since you've been honest, <laughs> it's like <laughs> she ends up being like a freaking zombie troll." Um, so uh, one more thing, uh, just want to add one more thing about the Black Pack. All right, uh, the Black Pack was composed like four, like you know, very successful black writers, um, comedians, whatnot, but they had an honorary member. I want you to take a wild ass guess. Who that honorary so is this white a, member? Is this a nineties? Was I know this? Yeah, I, I think I know this at least. Is well, he, right. Did he also work for Chappelle Show? No. Well, then I don't know. This. know. Oh, all you, right, Kiwi Herman, really what? honorary what? white member of the Black Pack. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Kiwi, Paul Rubens. Huh? About I would love. Yep. I would love. They to gave have him Paul a Rubens plaque and everything. <laughs> why? Why was he an honorary member? I'm not sure. They just said, like, hey, why not? And to be honest, hey, why, he not? Give, like, yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Let's yeah, get why not? Like, the epitome of white guys. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I like the show. You know what? He kind of gave uh, Lawrence Fishburne his start. So, yes, hey, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he was. So, was he a writer, too? 
Um, I, I don't know. He's been around. Like, I wouldn't a lot be surprised if he didn't assist sometimes. He, yeah. So people, this is one of those weird, weird things that they give they give Pee Wee Herman a, a, a kids show based off a, a, a an adult comedy skit. Like mm-hmm. that's where Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens created the character Pee Wee Herman as part of his stand up comedy bit. I mean, that's where it came, uh, came from. I just found yeah. a photo of him holding a plaque yeah. that says black pack that's what arsenio hall right that's what he just what said the hell i know, no, I know. <laughs> he gave him a plaque i, I, I was so shocked I was arsenio hall part of the black pack i bet he was i think so arsenio hall yeah. and and uh well, eddie murphy, murphy, eddie murphy yeah Wayne, arsenio hall robert townsend paul mooney makes all yeah, those the whole goal of the bl- and peewee the whole goal <laughs> of the black pack was to create like their like several like black owned um, you know entertainment you know shows makes sense but the thing is they each had their own thing going and they couldn't like find any time to actually collaborate well then do it now guys i mean That's come right. on i'm starting the new black no, i didn't mean you but like no, yeah. keenan no, ivory no. and robert townsend no, i mean you can arsenio hey, hey, hey. hey listen jay <laughs> how jay. dare a white man <laughs> shut up matt Kevin, ac masterpiece matt. but he can't start yeah. the new black pack how yeah. dare you? You know, just for that bet, you're going to be my like first honorary white pack. Hell yeah. Can I, get a, can I get a black pack? Black? Hell yeah. <laughs> now. But it's, it's going to have to be black like plastic. Black. Sorry. It's gonna yeah. Be, oh, yeah. my God. I'm going to mute you both. You're going to be muted here soon. Hopefully. You know, what I was saying is, no, I meant like Damon and, and Robert Townsend and Arsenio Hall. Like, come on, guys. Come back. Form a production company and start giving us some great shit. You got... I don't think people understand that the three, these three during the '90s, were giving us awesome content, and it, it's like Arsenio, like, kind of disappeared. And and every time he pops up, I'm excited. I'm like, it's Arsenio Hall because we all loved mm-hmm. Arsenio Hall, right? So it's almost Robert, like we need to find out where are they now. Robert Townsend in the '90s too was well. In my no, not everybody might agree that he was giving us awesome content, but I loved. Everything Robert Townsend Robert was. Robert Townsend, he was giving us some awesome content. I agree, but I don't, I, you know, yeah. maybe not everybody agrees. And I, I, I thought his stuff was hilarious personally, but they should come back. They should come back, form a production company now. I bet they could mm-hmm. do really well, actually. And, you know, <laughs> I think they, maybe they, I think there are more freedoms now. There are, like I said, there are enough, like, different channels and services out there now that they would probably be able to find, like, like, listen. I don't know if you guys have paid attention to this, but uh, uh, what's his, who's it? Uh, fucking Billy Madison, fucking dude. Uh, has Adam Sandler. Yeah, Adam Sandler. Thank you. Yeah, old age. Uh, <laughs> he, got, he got a fucking contract with Netflix, and apparently they let him make whatever piece of shit he wants to fucking make, and nobody stops right, him. Right, right. <laughs> so we get Hubie Halloween. Right. <laughs> saying. Wow. And he's making lots of money, and so if they're going to let him, then shit, man, they should like go to Netflix and be like, okay, we want to make a movie Hey, Netflix, I know you got a lot of money you want to waste, so. Jamie yeah. Foxx is already working with Netflix, so Damon could, could Keenan Ivory could easily bring Jamie Foxx back in the fold and mm-hmm. just saying I don't know, you think Jamie Foxx is too big for them anymore no oh I doubt it I would bet like they could get Dude, I, I think that he would definitely work with them again. I mean these are the people like, that kind of sure. gave them their start right you yeah. figure David Allen Greer and Tommy Day. Oh my God! If they did a movie with like David Allen Greer, Tommy Davidson, James, Dude, I'd watch it on principle. I'm alone. not saying that they wouldn't want to work. With Call them. up Jim Carrey. Could they afford that would to be work funny. with them. 
Jim Carrey's retired, I guess. Like he says he's done with acting. But I bet oh. he would even make a cameo. Yeah, there, he, uh, I think he would. Got all zen. We'll I mean, we'll shit, look at Bill Murray. He's finally making his way back into the swing of things again. So why not Jim Carrey? Uh, what do you, think? you sure about that? You you've think? been you've been watching the news lately. Well, right. I just saw he's about like, to be in his like own Me Too world. He's like on the precipice. Well, I saw that he was in a, oh. a pre like a cameo in a movie again. So I just didn't know. Oh. Yeah, those cameos might stop. Oh, oh, no! Don't damn it! Fucking stop! You pieces of shit out there ruining my childhood! Fucking quit it! Why can't you guys <laughs> fucking behave? Dicks. I'm so sick of hearing that somebody from my childhood in trouble. Actually, right. There's this one interview uh, with uh, on Arsenio Hall with Bill Murray and Gina Davis, and it is the most awkward, cringiest ass interview oh I've ever seen. God. Yeah, that that's been kind of making the rounds lately. That sucks, yeah. man. That's yeah, that's don't, realize just, it now, don't get me wrong. Sight. I always knew that there was a, a Bill Murray's always been a funny, funny ass guy, but there was always something about him that was kind of like I could I bet you he could be a little Well, I think Richard Dreyfus's son, you know, was talking uh talking about his behavior on set and Who, Richard Dreyfus or Bill Murray? No, Richard Dreyfuss's son. Was talking about whose behavior on set? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was like, uh, that that would take some balls to like talk shit about your dad. Like, well, I've heard, dad was terrible I've heard a lot set. about him, too. All kinds of women. Now, well, I don't know about that, but I've heard that he, I've heard Richard Dreyfuss is a complete. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I want to say Connie has a story about that, but like. That sucks about Bill Murray, though, man. I just hate I to know. hear that shit. I know. Yeah. Fucking hate Damn, to I hear it. It's that that's like soul crushing because do you guys ever find like we're getting a little off track, but do you ever find that when you find this shit out about people, you have a really difficult time going back and watching their stuff, even though the stuff is good and it's not anybody else's fault, right? Well, it's like oh, a, yeah. it's like when you, you told me that Chevy Chase is a severe asshole. Major. Like, but I loved mm-hmm. watching his movies back in the day. To the like, degree that they kicked him off community because everybody threatened right. to leave the show and, if they didn't get rid of him. And I think uh, Fletch and uh, Family Vacation is like amazing. They're great, but he was always supposedly hard to work with. But I think he just got more and more difficult over the years. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd has said like many times, like he's one of my best friends, and he's a complete dick. So it's just one of those things that, dude, I better not ever hear anything bad about Dan Aykroyd. I'll scream. Oh my gosh! And and throttle somebody. Um, uh, By the way, to go even more off track, I, I tried watching the new John Hamm Fletch movie. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. John Hamm's it's great. Okay. It's okay. John Hamm is great in it, and he the the plot's just a little boring. I just don't think they could have mm. should have called it Fletch. I think I'm okay with him. I think John Hamm wanted to 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 do. A, I want. I they, think he appreciated. Are they trying the, to restart the? It's not going to happen. The movie I, okay. bombed. Most people didn't even know it came out. Like I didn't just, know. I, I came across. It I on, did too online. I was like, yeah. "What is this?" So well, because he's good. I believe I sent you guys the the trailer. At one well, point. you did. Yeah. I, originally, I was looking for Fletch Lives to watch it again. Yeah. And I came across that, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah." John right. Hamm is really good in it. He does a really good job of the Fletch yeah, character. He's not. He's not bad. He delivers the comedy extremely but well. It is kind of flat. Though. But the movie's boring. The the plot is just really. It's almost like a made for TV Fletch movie more than like a. It, but but he does a really good job. I. I like John Hamm. We watched, uh, again, Sidetrack and Tangent. Uh, the kids and Melissa and I sat down and watched Tag the other night, and I don't know if you guys Tag. have seen Tag. 
No, I don't. Oh God, Stu, watch Tag. It's it's that. based off a it's it's totally fake, but it's based off a group of guys that have been playing the same game of tag for thirty years. Oh, uh, I think I heard the about month that. of May oh, every year. It's open that. season, so this is like Jeremy Renner and um, oh god, uh, uh, Little Rel and and uh, John Ham. Like, just trust me, um, it is it is hilarious. It's just about a group of guys that. One month out of the year, they play tag, and they sneak up on each other, and one of the guys, Jeremy Renner, has never been tagged, ever. So <laughs> they make it their goal. It's his wedding. It's like they're going for his wedding. and they're getting... Anyway, you should see it. But anyway, John Hamm's really funny in that, too. I think he's he's got the, the chops to do comedy, and he, he he's, yeah, he's good. He's comedic chops, yeah. Yeah, he's good. He was born, from what I understand, too. He's good as Fletch. The movie's just slow and boring. The plot's not that good, but... Mm. Um, so some of the more popular skits on In Living Color, some of the ones that uh, people know the most were like Fire Marshal Bill, um, Homie D Clown, the Men On skits, uh, Calhoun Tibbs, East Hollywood Squares. Uh, was it Vera DeMilo or v- Vera or uh, Venus DeMilo? Vera? I think, I think it's, it's Venus DeMilo. I think it's Vera because it's making fun yeah. of Venus DeMilo. Venus DeMilo's Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, it's Jim Carrey. is. <laughs> Oh my God! There's an episode. What, what's that one that the where he's fighting um, like ninjas and he's got he's got two Chinese stars taped to his nipples <laughs> yeah. and they rip them off and he's like oh and covers. Them. Uh, what's that? What's that one that Jamie Fox did? The, the weird lips. Oh, Wanda. Wanda. Oh, Wanda. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Which is a character that I think probably. I think he needs to reprise that role. Probably with some permission, but um, I think is a character that uh, Martin Lawrence kind of did on Martin. Did a very very Wanda Um, character. Shanae, to me, was always a Wanda. It's take off Wanda, right? Yeah, pretty much. Had to be. Had to be. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. Like, these were some of the skits. I think... And this is what we'll get into when we discuss this here in a second, but um, we all know these skits. Uh, going back, though, my kids didn't know any of these skits. So I was showing them, like, some, some oh, men on and, and oh my homie God. clown. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but they didn't know them. But they Now, I'm not going to say they know a bunch of skits off Mad TV, but they definitely know one or two. And I'm that's where you, well, everybody knows the Stewart skits, right? Yeah. Like it's still a huge thing on TikTok, and and people will always go, you know, oh my god, stop! I don't. That's that's your stop that's Stuart Stewart impression. Stop! <laughs> Please stop. Stuart. 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 So let's no. let's talk a little bit about Mad TV. Here's the first thing. It just goes on. So yeah. Mad TV no, kicks man. in a year after in Living Color, right? Look what I can do. I'm I'm gonna try. I'm pushing through. I'm gonna power through this. Uh, a year, Michael McDonald, by the way. A year after, not the. <laughs> it'd be totally different if it was the Michael McDonald people were thinking of. <laughs> it'd be like, although there was a Michael McDonald impression. Look what on, on I can do. Yeah, well, that's right. Was it Will Sess? Yeah, I can Dude, do he's so good at that. anything I want to. Stop it now. Um. So a year later, right? Mad TV comes on a year after it comes into '95, 
and it runs till 2009. So that's the first thing. Mad TV, I don't... I think what happened, why we all recognize Mad TV as a thing, but we kind of, for, like Stu was saying, well, I, I, can, I remember a lot of In Living Color, but maybe not as much Mad TV. I think Mad TV was focused on, whereas In Living Color, we were all in like high school and stuff, and I think it was kind of focused on people around our age and, and young, early 20s. I think Mad TV mm-hmm. might have been focused more on adults. Like, I think it was more, I remember a lot of, uh, like, my parents and stuff watching Mad TV. Um, but it was a sketch comedy show uh, inspired originally by Mad Magazine. And its initial run, it aired on Fox from 95 till 2009. After a one-off reunion show in 2015 to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the series, one more eight-episode season was produced and broadcast on The CW in 2016. Uh, this show was created by Fax, <laughs> Fax Bear and Adam Small? I don't know. Um and Mad TV also hosted a, a cast of different characters. There were the main ones for the first couples, or like for the first seasons, and then of course they added people on later. Um, but to kind of give you an idea of some of the cat, now this is one thing I will say: the cast for Mad TV, while they did go on to do other things, I don't think any of them ever hit the heights that most of the cast off in Living Color did, with the exception of maybe like Alex Borstein who um, a lot of you would probably know as the voice of uh, she Lois Griffin, right? Oh, Peter. Yeah, yeah Lois. Which she yeah. went on to do after Mad TV, so she's still around. But mm-hmm. and, and a lot of them are around. You know, Frank Caliendo's out there doing a bunch of stuff today. But Phil, it, uh, yeah, Phil Lamar, like a prolific voice actor. Phil Lamar. A lot of these guys went yeah. on to do voiceover stuff, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. But they they totally did. Uh, Nicole Sullivan Little pops Sasko up. Went on to be in that Three Stooges movie that really sucks. Yeah, yeah. He also had a pretty good, good well, a pretty damn good podcast. Unfortunately, yeah. Two of his co-hosts are, canceled. Yeah, uh, you're talking about um the ten minute ten minute podcast. Yeah, um, I mean, Will Sasso seems like a really good dude. He does. By all, by all accounts, he seems like a really really cool guy. Yeah, it kind of makes you question about Will Sasso now. Yeah, well, you know how that goes, not. too. I hope not, too. Um, he's like one of my favorite cast members. Nicole Sol- Nicole Sullivan pops up all the time. I mean, she's still, yeah. you'll, she'll, you'll see her pop up every once in a while. And uh, same with Michael McDonald. Um, uh, Bobby Lee but, uh, has but, an awesome podcast as well. Uh, as well. But there was Tiger, some. I love Bobby yeah, Tiger Lee. Bellers. Actually, you're yeah. right. Bobby Lee's podcast is fantastic, so I do recommend that to everybody. Go check out his show. But there is somebody on this show that came in in, the, in 2003, but rocked it for like five years on this show, and that's Jordan Peele. So, mm, you know, he yeah. he he definitely had his Mad TV run. There they had so yeah, many people true. on the show. Though, Michael Key too. Yeah. Um, oh, and Taron Killam was in it. Taron Killam was on Mad TV as yeah. well, and he's oh, still yeah. around. And I believe he went on to be on Saturday Night Live too. Taron Killam, and he's had his. I think so. I did yeah. not. I didn't know that, but he's had his own. Um, he's been on a couple different shows. I'm gonna look that up just so I don't completely. No, I think you're right. Uh, I could probably find him on this list and tell you. Yeah, not to mention. Oh, Harry and Key, and Keegan Michael Key. I th- think it's where. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Peele and Keegan Michael Key met. Now he came on yeah. later, uh, like a year or two after Jordan Peele, I believe he came on. Mm. But your initial cast was was uh, 
you know, a little different. Like I said, Michael McDonald was on there. Bobby Lee, I think, was on there early on. Um, Nicole Sullivan was on there early on. Um, Ari Spears. Ari Spears. Uh, whatever happened to Ari Spears? I always thought. From what I gather, he's one of those actors who's a little difficult to work really? with. Really? That sucks. Yeah. Um, Alex Borstein. was on Saturday Night Live. Okay. Alex Borstein was on there early on in the show's run. Um, so, and a lot of these guys, a lot of the early people lasted pretty far in, I think, till they started kind of getting, um, you know, their own sort of careers taken off. So they they stuck around for a long time. But for a show that ran, you know, fucking what did I say, 90, 95 to 2009, you know, that's that's a pretty good run. And then having yeah. like a reunion show come back on and doing a whole nother season it's not surprising. It, it, this show was definitely a little more Saturday Night Live-ish in the way they did their skits and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but where they kind of uh, half and half it, like, whereas in Living Color was a little more minority-centric um, and in Living or in Saturday Night Live, maybe not so much. This show really... Oh, Orlando Jones. Also, we talked about... We love Orlando oh, Jones, yeah. man. And he was on this show, too. 7-Up guy. This show... Um, <laughs> he was the 7-Up yeah, guy. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Um, he this show... 7-Up years. <laughs> that's right. That was, that was... What a great... Uh, Innuendo. What a great slogan. I um, had that shirt, too. But he he also... Like, he, again, they, they, they... There was a lot of diversity in the cast on this show. A, a bunch of diversity. A lot. And nobody really had... Top bill, I would say Michael McDonald ended ended up becoming quite fairly big on the show because of the Stewart skit being such a popular skit. Um, but no one really had top billing, if as it were. Oh my God! Just pulled up a picture of Orlando Jones, and uh, the, he looks weird. He looks thing. like Dennis Rodman went on the subway diet. <laughs> Wait, what? The picture of Orlando Jones I pulled up looks like Dennis Rodman on Wikipedia. You're saying what? Because you know that Dennis Rodman's already skinny and lanky, but is uh, not anymore. Yeah, I was like, Dennis no, right. Rodman's not anymore. No, um, it's kind of thick. So Orlando Jones went on to do some really cool stuff, and I think Kevin and I were talking about him the other day, and like, whatever happened to Orlando Jones? Because like, I think he might be on a TV show or something now. And that that maybe usually when on that. IMDb right now he's uh, on a bunch of stuff actually. Abbott he, Elementary is on. Okay. Or the, the the series short for that. I don't know if he has gone on to be on the full season. Um, this dude was in a a lot there for a minute, and to the degree that I thought like he was just going to blow up in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just sort of I don't know. Like I said, maybe he veered off to do some like television projects a lot of times when people do that i lose track of them if they're not as he's doing a lot of tv right now he did so orlando jones csi miami house hasn't been on in years man i know um he did he had small mad tv and he he had small spot or parts he had one of my favorite cameos in office space like I love his oh, cameo God, yes. in Office Space oh, where he's trying to God. sell the mag. I am selling magazine dime. subscriptions. <laughs> I was on dr- I was addicted to crack, and now I am selling magazine subscriptions. And he's like, he's like, uh, he <laughs> tells him like, look, man, I just made that up. Um, he was in so and then he kind of hooks up with Harold Ramis because he's in Bedazzled in two thousand, right? And of course that yep. that serves him well in the future because you know you meet Harold Ramis, then you end up. 
getting work in uh, Evolution, which is a Ivan Reitman Fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. I love so it. Good. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so in that, he's with like Sean William Scott and uh, Julianne Moore and David Duchovny. Uh, he was in The Replacements, which is a great film. Like he was a really cool dude. Um, and like I said, I guess he just must have went on to doing TV because I don't really know what happened to him at some point. So Mad TV, like I said, great show. I don't know that it ever really had the. Um, I don't. It didn't win like the awards and and whatnot that that I think you're uh, in Living Color won, and it probably didn't break any new grounds that in Living Color was breaking. And maybe that's why in our heads it's not as big of a show. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I mean, with for me personally, I always thought of Mad TV as late 90s and living color. And well, that's kind that's, of fair. It, yeah, and in a lot of ways, that's a very good thing, you know, considering the amount of diversity both the, these yes. shows, you know, had. Yeah. Especially compared to Saturday Night Live. Well, and it was toned down. Like I said, so Mad TV, I would say, arguably, okay, so take Saturday Night Live, right? And you, you look at, let's look at the 70s and then into the 80s. And then in the 90s, probably right, probably right about the time in Living Colors coming out. Well, probably about the time in Living Colors closing up shop and the time that Mad TV is coming on the air. That's when we see a shift in Saturday Night Live where they're starting to tone down their skits. They're not being quite as racy as it were. You know, they're not maybe being as, I don't know. You go back to 70s when they're getting away with a lot more. And then in the oh, 80s. Yeah, they were smoking pot on one uh, <laughs> live right. on one episode. And then in the 80s, you have, you have you know, an Eddie Murphy run, late 70s, early 80s. And, and some of these guys are, I mean, some of the best skits you're ever going to get on there. Mm-hmm. And then you get in Living Color, which is also kind of racy and, and definitely, you know, talking about stuff that's hilarious, but, you know, not as family friendly or wholesome. Right. Mad TV always felt like a more tame version of those shows to me. Like they they would take it to a certain point, but not cross that line. Mm. And I think that's what I was saying. You know, I think a lot of older audiences, adults would watch it, whereas us in those days in our late teens early 20s we're watching in living color you know that's what we want to watch when we go to, you know, we don't i was watch i i watched mad tv as well but i mean it wasn't as much fun i got a question is mad tv i know it's in relation to the magazine correct yes yes but the the humor between the magazine and the tv don't seem like they're the same at all. Well, they did. I mean, they would put in the spy versus spy sketches, right. and the, they would do cartoons. It just seemed sketches. a little more lewd on, in the magazine than it was on TV. Of course, I oh guess, yeah, because of the yeah. You're, I mean, I get what you're saying, but a lot of what you put in the Mad Magazine were one-offs. You know, couldn't I guess not a whole sketch. I think that's why I, wa- I read the magazine a lot more than watching the shows. Yeah, I kind of like the one-offs. I get your point though. Like he's saying, like. In the in the in the Mad Magazine, you would have these kind of crude sketch, yeah, like true. cartoons, and did, did the show really do that? Not not so much. I mean, not really. I guess um, it was a sketch comedy show. So I wonder if maybe that was their idea at the beginning, and then they just started doing. Do you think it would have sketches? hit off better if they would have added something like that? Don't know. Don't know. It, it almost to me would have what you're suggesting might have worked well on like an MTV. 
you know, like MTV could have done some kind of like Mad TV, more raunchy sketch kind of stuff. On cable, not public TV. or Especially in the 90s, like around this time when MTV was doing that kind of stuff, you know, your liquid television type stuff and weird kind of offshoot stuff. But Mad TV had that in it. They were just shorts. Mm-hmm. They were cartoons, shorts and stuff. They would put in stuff from the magazine. They were just not, they didn't take up a majority of the show. So they were in there, but just not as much. Um, But the show ran for a long time, guys. I mean, it was it was one of those shows that, like I said, had its following, and they stuck with it um, for quite a while. Uh, as far as awards, um they won awards, but I don't... I'm looking here to see if I can find out. I mean, they won some weird awards, like costumes and hairstyling. They, got some, they had some pretty good costumes on that show. <laughs> but I don't know that yeah, they won... Bill. I don't know that no, they I'm ever... Never mind. Uh, in 2001, they won Outstanding Main Title Design. So, uh, what? There's a thing for that? In 2001, they won a Canadian Comedy Award for Pretty Funny Male Performance with Will Sasso. No, he was nominated. He didn't even win. <laughs> that sounds like a completely made-up thing. Right? It's <laughs> like, he's pretty funny. We'll give him an award for that. So that's what I mean, though. He's a pretty funny guy. <laughs> nice, eh? nice accent. Pretty funny, funny guy, eh? Hey, right. He's, you know, we'll give, him a, we'll give him a donut. Maybe a give hoser. him some, some Timmy Hortons yeah. later. You, you want to... You want a plaque in a in a thing of Timbits, eh? That's what you win if you. Oh, you're runner up. Sorry, Canadians, we love you. You're runner up. You just get the Timbits, you, eh? You do some weird shit. Yeah, well, because we don't. Yeah. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> Thanks for letter, Kenny. We appreciate it. Honestly, I know a bunch of and Canadians that's what I appreciate personally, about and you. they are as funny as you see. Oh, I'm sure they are. They're hilarious. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, man. They didn't. That's what I mean. No, they weren't winning any daytime Emmy or daytime. They weren't winning any Emmy awards because I don't think they were were winning daytime Emmy. Shut up, Matt. (laughs) 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 Fucking Matt writing Matt off the show and done. Um, They, but they weren't breaking any new ground. That doesn't exist yet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't threaten me. <laughs> uh, Fair enough, but they weren't break. They weren't doing anything. That's just it. And Living Color was doing original stuff. Like they were breaking new ground. And Mad TV wasn't. I'm not saying they were bad. I enjoyed Mad TV. I still enjoy watching Mad TV skits. And I think again gave us a lot of talented people. But aside from maybe Key and Peel, who had a short run on the show, and uh, Alex Borstein, but. Is Alex? I mean, we had some great voice actors. Are there any stars that just broke out from Mad TV that were like, "Look at this person's career today"? Mm. A, a lot of TV they, stars. Like, yeah, I mean, Keegan Michael. No, not Keegan Michael. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, okay. well, they're, they're, they're a Keegan rare Michael exception. Did, yeah, right. That's what I said. Show, Besides, and now you but, got Jordan Peele. But you're also like looking at some of the best movies. You're also so. looking at two guys who came in in the mid 2000s and and stayed on the show for two to three years. Mm. You know, they weren't like there yeah. for the run of the show. I don't know, man. Like, I thought we would see. Like I said, I see Michael McDonald and Nicole Sullivan. I see these guys pop up all the time in TV shows. You know, it's real common to see them. Both of them, by the way, had re- reoccurring roles in, in Scrubs, 
it, so it's not like we don't see some of these people. Um, Stephanie Weir, we would see pop up. She was uh, here yeah, and there. She's so cute. You know, we would see Josh these. Myers, the less funny version of Seth Myers. He was. <laughs> uh, he was uh, in relation he, to Mike he Myers was on that '70s show, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you can't blame Stu for asking. Uh, you know. What did he say? He said, any relation to Mike Myers? <laughs> like mm. Seth Myers Wait. and Jeff Myers. Whoa, 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 whoa. And... Hang on, hang on. Okay, so I just searched Mad TV cast, and as you scroll down to the bottom, three names pop up that I'm not so sure they were cast members of Mad TV. Khloe Kardashian, Mila Kunis, and Ken Jong. Kim Jong show up when you when you Google. I, you sure they didn't TV do skits cat. or something? I think Ken Jong was on Matt TV. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I think Mila so. Kunis as Daisy on Mad TV. Yeah. How old was she? she was no no that seventy show that was might explain the the, hmm. the Family Guy connection. I'm just saying, Mila Kunis in a cop outfit. You got Alex Borstein. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Well, has uh, has Phil Lamar ever done any voiceover acting on Family Guy? Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh yeah. yeah. So once again, you're looking, you're looking at Alex Borstein, Phil Lamar, There's Mila a Kunis. lot of voices on there. I would not be surprised if you delved in to find out that there's some connection between Mad TV and uh, Family Guy. Oh, I'm, I can almost guarantee that. Uh, oh my God, the guy that. Seth MacFarlane, I think he was a writer on Mad TV. Oh, really? Possibly, I think so. Yeah, I'm sure we could find that pretty easy too. I'm working on that right now. Um. Oh, look, there's a F- Mad TV Family Guy Wikipedia right there. They've got their own wiki. Shocking, isn't it? Huh. Um, Mad TV was an American sketch comedy television series that licensed the name and logo for, of Mad Magazine, but otherwise no connection with the TV humor TV. magazine is outside. Of the animated Spy versus Spy, ah. so there you go. And they do they would show Alfred E. Newman. Um, so, so the only thing they had was the name. That was it. The name and the logo. Yeah. So yeah. Family Guy cast and members Seth McFarlane appeared on Mad TV. Here you go, Family Guy cast members: Alex and Borstein, Nicole Sullivan, Phil Lamar, Will Sasso, Deborah Wilson, Ike Barinholtz, and Bobby Lee are former Mad TV cast members. Trisha Takanawa's voice originated in Miss Swan, one of Borstein's characters that appeared during reoccurring sketches. When Seth MacFarlane guest starred on season 12, he used the scene where Peter and Lois suspect Chris of killing his teacher's husband in Fast Time at Buddy... Whatever. A sketch where MacFarlane revealed that he had planned two prototypical versions of Family Guy. One, done in live action with Seth as Peter... Uh, Arden Mirren as Lo- uh, Lois, Bobby Lee as Stewie. <laughs> um, Frank, I'm just picturing that. Katie as Chris and Krista Flanagan as Meg, which were was rejected after Krista dies during her window jumping stunt. And another done with Seth as the voice of Peter, played by Dane Cook. Wait, wait, she really died? <laughs> what? Hang on. Played by Ike Barinholtz as Chris. Snoop Dogg Wait, played I'm, by Keegan Michael Key as Stewie. Mad TV does Family Guy. Oh my God, this is interesting. Anyway, hey, sweet maple bacon. Shut up, Stuart. 
Um, so there you go. So yes, yeah, so he met them all um, when he did an episode of the show, and then uh, brought over a lot of the cast members. Like I said, Alex Borstein, Nicole Sullivan, Phil Lamar, Will Sasso, Deborah Wilson, Ike Barinholtz, and Bobby Lee are all Mad TV cast members that went on to do stuff on Family Guy. How amazing is that? So, Kevin, we're going to talk about it for a second. Yes. Mad TV. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm watching the sketch in the background with the audio off. Can uh, Bobby Lee is Stewie is hilarious. It's a full grown man in a Stewie costume. That is That's pretty great. cool. We'll have to check that out later. Um, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. So we've talked a lot about this. Um, and you, t- t- well, okay. So let's talk a minute about some of the the Mad TV sketches that are are kind of funny. We obviously talked about the Stewie sketch, which was one of the you know more popular ones. They do a Soprano sketch. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Which one. is yeah, which was well centered S- one. Pretty yeah. pretty gen- uh, ingenious. Um, maybe that's part of the problem. They don't have as many like kind of you know. There's no like men on and homie D clown stuff. But there is the Miss Swan one, and Kevin, you hate those. Am I correct in this? Do you don't like the Miss Swan? I it was funny once, and then after it was just on and on again, saying the same thing. I'm not going to stand it. <laughs> it's like, I it's just born to me. <laughs> fucking, He's like hated it. I will yeah. not suffer this. Hated it. <laughs> Remember when Bobby Lee played Connie Different Chung? Show. <laughs> Oh, Bobby Lee played who? Cut, cut off there for Connie a second. Connie Chung. <laughs> oh, oh God, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So good. Jeez. That was... I, I like uh, what... Uh, let's see, Mad TV used to do... And also, uh, actually, both Mad TV and Living Color did was do like uh, like parody music videos. Right? Yeah. yeah. When yeah. uh, Jim Carrey was Jim Vanilla Carrey Ice. Jim Carrey was Vanilla yeah. Ice. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it's great. He kicks his shoe off <laughs> in the middle of it. So good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the parody music videos are always great, man. I You were, you were talking about Aries Spears being a dick, which was sucked because he did a great Eddie Murphy. And I, there, yeah, were, there are two skits that always stood out to me. He does uh, on Matt TV, and one of them is his. Uh, it's Ari Spears as Eddie Murphy as Mary Poppins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, who even thought that this shit funny. up? Eddie Murphy as Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins. <laughs> and I just know, I remember they're flying through the air, and with he's holding like a little kid's hand, the kid asks him something, and he's like, shut up, kid. <laughs> I don't even remember what he was talking about. I just remember laughing at that. One of my favorite Mad TV skits was, uh, it was, uh, I want to say he played Wesley Snipes as Blade, and somebody else played Billy Bob Thornton from Sling Blade, <laughs> and it was the show was called Blades, and all I remember is the Billy Bob Thornton character going, mm, I bit me a vampire once, mm, tasted like corn. It's <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with this show? Tasted like corn, <laughs> so, and that that might be the issue. The one-offs, aside from the Stewart sketch and the Miss Swan sketch, can you guys name like repeating sketches, like things that just like? 
I really didn't watch. Uh, that. That's really? my white mama with Artie Lang. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that's my white mama. It was no head detective. <laughs> that's oh, true. God. Head detective. <laughs> so good. Um, that's just it. There were some funny sketches, and it was a funny show. And I think that the Stewart sketch everybody remembers, and it's still like people are still quoting it. The TikTok videos use the sound of, look what I can do all the time. You see it constantly. And so I think that's stuck in the head. So maybe, I would like to say maybe it's a catchphrase that that hung on. But homie don't play that is a great catchphrase, you know. That one's kind of died out a little It bit. has. It's died out a lot, yeah. which is weird. Because it was huge, man. There were t-shirts yeah, that said, was. homie right. don't play that. I mean, it was everywhere. And it has died out you're you're not wrong and that's why i'm wondering like why does one have staying but now it was on a lot longer granted that's true and what probably ended in living color wasn't probably rating so much as it was you just had a group of people that were sick of dealing with the network and didn't want to keep doing it um so who knows how long in living color would have ran if things would have went a little different and who we might have who they might have introduced us to like I don't know. Fox just doesn't like keeping shows. Fox, oh, my God, you know, you know. How Neither they, does Netflix. Yeah, that's <laughs> true too. No, Netflix will keep some shows. They'll cancel the ones you're like, why did why get why that one? That's the one we all liked. Why? Like, right. uh, Netflix <laughs> saved a few shows actually. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, what? Karate Kid. They didn't save it. They bought it. Wow. Well, well, okay. The Karate Kid wasn't. The Cobra Kai wasn't having any trouble. They just they saw how good it was doing, and they they were like, "Oh, we're gonna buy that and put it on our stage." You yeah. Know? Um, I don't know what they've saved. They uh they've killed some stuff and made people really angry. I think the biggest problem is when you're watching a show for three. I have a rule, right? I don't know if I've ever shared my rule with you guys. I probably have, but my rule in Hollywood should be if a show runs three seasons. And they're going to cancel it. They have to give it. They contractually need to give it an ending. Like even if it's a one-time movie spinoff thing on the. Because for all of us who have invested like Veronica Mars three seasons into a show, my name is Earl. For all of us who have invested, uh, fucking Santa Clarita Diet. Yes, damn for, it. Which everybody yeah. loved that show. By the way, why it's so the weird? Fuck. When you invest three seasons into a damn show, and, and then just, they just cancel it on you. And there is no ending for any reason. It's shitty. And what happens if they like let's let's say they take my rule, right? All right, we're going to invest a little bit more money. We're going to give them a, a, a we're going to let them write a you know a movie episode where they can close this thing out. They'll in the end they'll make their money because okay, I know I'm tangenting big time. I watch Santa Clarita Diet and I love it, right? Yeah, and I was recommending yeah. it to people and then they canceled the show because Netflix does that without giving us any idea why. They cancel the show, right? They don't tell us why, and they don't give us an ending. So guess what? I don't recommend to people. I don't recommend watching the show because no matter how good it was, I know you're just going to end up you're in limbo. You're hanging dry. Mm-hmm. So right. it doesn't help sales like in the future of, of DVD or any of that stuff. Nobody's going to buy it. Nobody's going to go back and watch it. If you give it a closing, if you give it a closure, Angel, for example, was canceled on CW or whatever it ended up on. But they knew it was going to be canceled before it happened, right? And they ended up they they gave it a, they let them know ahead of time so Angel had enough time to close the show and make it make sense. And so I can recommend that show to people. Go watch Angel because it has a closer and it makes sense. So I just hate when shows do that. 
That being said, homie to clown. (laughs) (laughs) There is an episode, if you guys go out and find it, they did one behind-the-scenes episode of In Living Color where the cast is sitting around talking about some of their favorite episodes and some of the favorite stuff they did. And they are talking about one of the homie uh, skits. So he had, like, stuff and chalk and other crap in those socks, right? And there was an episode where he keeps hitting Tommy Davidson in the head and there keeps the sketch keeps getting messed up or whatever, so they have to keep reshooting it. And they're like, by the end, if you watch visibly, Tommy's getting pissed <laughs> every time Damon hits him with that freaking sock. Like Tommy's fate, you see it, and they're dying laughing. And Damon's like trying not to break character and just crack up because Tommy's getting so pissed because it's like been like twenty takes and he's just bashing him in the head with this freaking sock. But one of my favorites is they're talking about um, David Allen. There was chalk inside of it. Well, don't you remember like the white, like every time he'd hit it with it, it was like Uh, chalk and other shit in there. Oh my god! Then there's a powdered chalk. Then there's a sketch. Well, David Allen Greer, they're like was insistent upon doing this sketch where he does this song and dance thing out on the stage about being in in New York, and they were fighting with him. I guess. Uh, Keen and Ivory kept telling him, "We don't know. It's not funny. We're not going to let you do it. It's not funny." And I guess David Allen Greer was getting mad, so they finally agreed to let him do it. And they're playing the sketch as they're talking about it. And David Allen Greer is out on the stage and he's doing this like Broadway dance number thing where he's take, talking about New York, and it's not really landing. But you remember they had that? It looked like a rooftop, right? Their stage, and they had that door that people would come out of. So they start opening the door behind David Allen Greer and throwing live chickens out on the stage behind him. (laughs) (laughs) And like the audience is dying laughing. And and they're like, David's up there thinking he's killing it. Like (laughs) he thinks like, like, oh, the audience is eating it up. They're loving what I'm doing. But really, they're like chucking chickens on the stage behind him. And at one point, one of the chickens goes flying, like flapping in front of David Allen Greer. And he stops right in the middle of everything because he's like, Where'd this chicken come from? And he turns around and sees all these chickens, and he loses it. I mean, he hits the stage. He's laughing so damn hard. It's great. So go find it. Watch it. It's wonderful. Um, So, like, let's let's talk each person. I want to get kind of your guys' feelings. Um, let's start with Matt. Matt, just because I picked you. Uh, in Living Color, Mad TV, did you watch these shows, first of all? Um, I watched both of them to some extent, but I would honestly say I watched In Living Color probably a lot more. And why do you think that uh, was? Tell us about your childhood. Oh, how much time you got? No, just tell us about uh, the shows. <laughs> well, you, you just well, when I was wee lad. And then in the fifth grade, I, I knocked my sister <laughs> Edie down the stairs and I've landed on the dog. <laughs> <laughs> God. So, no, I I uh, I think I, I watched In Living Color more, but also had, like, the association, honestly, with Family Guy through Mad TV, you know, realizing now more, you know, more people were involved on Mad TV and Family Guy than I ever previously thought. Um, so I'm kind of mixed. Like, I grew up with, like, you know, in living color and all the, the actors who went on to do other things like Jim Carrey being in Ace Ventura, it was like a huge part of sure. you know, my childhood as well. And, you know, 
Blank Man, even. Like, I love Blank oh, Man. Oh, yeah. For all things. It's like, so stupid. I love it so much. So dumb. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, Homie the Clown was a big thing when I was in school. And like everybody was talking about that yeah. after after we saw it the day before. Mm-hmm. The day before. But yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of mixed. But, you know, I, I would argue that In Living Killer has more, you know, stars. Like, yeah. some, in, some, in some cases, A-list stars than mad tv but mad tv was just such a mix of things that it was just like there was nothing really super cohesive about it i want to get to living color had reoccurring sketches yeah characters and all that 100 percent. yeah you know 100 percent. i honestly think like even as short-lived as it was in living color was probably a little bit more memorable than mad tv but so I'm I'm kind of torn. But you're probably thing. right. Like I said, who uh, knows I, what would have happened? Bobby if... Lee. Bobby Lee is one of my uh, like bucket list people to meet. I know that sounds really strange. But, no, he's yeah. cool dude. No, I get it. Yeah. yeah, really cool dude. I have a yeah. I have a big yeah. question I want to ask you guys, but I want to wait till I get everybody's thoughts on on this. Okay. So Stu, I kind of know where your thoughts go. But uh, out of the two, I mean, did you watch them both? Or? I watched them both uh, in Living Color mainly. Uh, Matt TV, I did watch a few. Um, I think my reason was for watching In Living Color more is because uh, Matt TV came on later. That's and true. I used to be out a lot. We were. So I really didn't watch mm. TV nearly as much. You, that you have definitely hit on something there from us. That was that era where we weren't at home. as We were of an age where you, we yeah. weren't as home yeah. as much. Yeah, In Living TV. Color was more while I was in high, high school. school. I yeah. was still at home. I didn't drive, really, so... But like towards the end, then you start driving, going out more, and then Matt right. TV was probably that's the only reason why I didn't. That's a watch very valid really point. Much. It really is very valid that I didn't. didn't I can't even say take it wasn't good. It just I wasn't around. I mean, to you really hate the Stewart sketch, but hey, stop it. <laughs> He's heard it his whole life. Yes, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're still trying to figure out what he can do. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the the SNL Stewart too. Uh. And probably in line with more of our style of humor in high school too. Right, even color was mm-hmm. so. Kev, well, what, I mean, rap was a big thing that was yes, to come there was a lot of hip hop stuff uh, references and, in, yeah, in Living Color. Yeah, it was a little color. more uh, current with me. There was a lot of hip hop reference stuff in, in in Living Color, so I can see that. Yeah, Tupac was on it. Well, that would have done it for Stewart. Then right I, I was really upset that J Lo became a thing from that. <laughs> you were or weren't? Was oh. well now I'm. I liked her back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fair well, enough. I, Ever yeah, since Made Man Manhattan came out, Stu's just like, nope, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> it was Geely. Done. Um, yeah, Geely. Yeah. I never watched that either. Uh, <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> uh, Kevin, what are you? What are your thoughts? Uh, I watched both of them, but mainly for like the first few seasons. But towards the end, you know, it's pretty much. Uh, uh, pretty much moved on to different shows and to add to Stu's point when like when a living color came out that was just like me watching living color then following by like a doctor who marathon and eating like a, um, a tony's pizza afterwards and then calling it a night but during the whole uh, mad tv era yeah it's kind of like hanging out uh, like different uh, clubs around the area well yeah. back then that's, that's probably where we totally were too. We were out clubbing. Yeah. Chess that clubs. One. Chess clubs. Oh. <laughs> Sick bird. He's not wrong though. <laughs> <laughs> All night chess clubs. We get it turns. 
Uh, <laughs> at the chess club getting tipsy. Everybody at the chess club getting tipsy. Hey, let me ask you, uh, you, uh, Stu and Jay. I'm, I'm pretty sure you probably know what club I'm talking about because we're, although you know, we're are you going Zavos? Slightly different ages, but are you going Zavos? Remember Zavos? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I remember Zavos. A lot of teen pregnancies happened at Zavos. <laughs> yeah, there was. It's, not, not <laughs> what the hell? It was a teen club. Yeah. So. It, actually, it was. I'm not sure if you knew the lore about that place, but it was a former strip club <laughs> that got bought out and turned into a teen dance club. He's and then after wrong. the and dance club, was that the one two together Sunday later Road? on? Yeah, they had cages inside from the strip club. He's not was wrong. That, was that oh. Cin- Cincinnati Dayton Road that was on? I, let's see. Um, I think so. Cincinnati Dayton Road. Cincinnati yeah. Dayton, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Zavos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kev was playing chess at Zavos. Um, <laughs> so I got oh, after I, going through the metal detector um, at a team club. I got to ask you guys, right. and and I want we'll go we'll go around Robin with this too. I mean, you guys can all kind of I guess blurt it out, but just whatever. Um, out of both shows, who would you say became the biggest breakout star? Oh, in Living Color. No, no or star. Jim Carrey is what I meant. Yeah, Jim Carrey or Jim Jamie Fox, right? Well, currently, yeah. I'd say Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is kind of yeah, taking his Jim own Fox. now. As big, yeah. definitely Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was huge, mm-hmm. though, during yeah. the 90s and the, two, the early 2000s. But Jamie Foxx is kind of becoming bigger and bigger now, um, which is so weird because I don't know the age gap between the two of them. I can tell you that Jim Carrey looks older than Jamie Foxx, and Jamie Foxx is pl- still playing action stars and about to be freaking Spawn for Pete's well, sake. Isn't yeah, Jim he's Carrey like in his fifties, right? I'm gonna guess. So I'm gonna look it up really quick. That Jim Carrey is um, quite a bit. Of, well, Jim Carrey is also, you know, sporting that big old mangy beard and everything. So mm, sometimes, well, he is sixty years old. Um, I, I think Jamie is probably close, but I don't think he's younger. I'm betting Jamie Foxx is 55, 50, he's 54, 54. so there is okay. a considerable... Well, you know, black don't crack, so... <laughs> no, he looks great, dude. <laughs> he's more buff now. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, you're not wrong, dude. He looks fantastic. He really does, so you can't really uh, shy to that, but uh, and I'm sure Jim that Carrey, age uh, gap is... Didn't, uh, uh, help himself with all the... I'm sure he did all the drinking and drugs back in the day, didn't he? I yeah I don't oh. know probably um, I think he I mean well wouldn't be surprised I mean Jenny McCarthy probably took a toll on him. I do want to say that Jamie Foxx you yeah, produce I mean, a, you insert that form of you produce head. a beautiful daughter just saying just <laughs> we'll move on. who is it oh my Jamie Foxx's daughter Ooh. Kareen oh, Fox you guys so have never seen him. his daughter oh my god no. No. is she in the no. public eye or yeah I think she's I think she does some acting I'm not sure um that's her wow yeah. Yeah, she's she's I'm beautiful. She's beautiful. Okay. Um. Well, there you go. I mean, oh, that's, damn, that's damn. Kind, of, <laughs> kind of our take on on <laughs> in living color and Mad TV. Does she have OnlyFans? <laughs> I don't. No, I, uh, I don't know. Um, I'm not going to ask. Uh, but that's kind of our take. Are those are the kind of our thoughts on in living color and Mad TV. We'd like to hear what you guys out there think about the two. If you guys had a favorite, or if there's one that you think holds up over the other, and, and give us some of your thoughts about uh, watching them back in the day and some of your favorite skits, things now, like that. Now, I got a question. Uh, I know we're talking about just mainly these two shows, but 
do you think I know that SNL ran longer, but do you think it held up against these two at the time? Um, <sighs> at the time these sh- shows were out. I don't. That's think tough. So. I don't I mean, know, man. Nineties uh, SNL. I mean, was... You're talking your your Wayne's World skits. You're talking your uh, Church Lady skits. These. Hmm. I mean, you got Chris Farley back then, and. Uh, yeah, I don't mm, know. That's really mm. that's really uh, it's a tough call to make, but yeah. Yeah. I didn't know we were doing a bracket system. <laughs> the winner of this goes on to fight Saturday Night Live. It does. Maybe for March Madness. <laughs> it does. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we're doing. So I think yeah, though the consensus like I think the consensus in our group though is that In Living Color was probably all of our favorites out of the two right. and that we all yeah. watched it more and that we I think we all agree it, it broke some ground that that Mad mm-hmm. TV didn't um and they both stemmed off different kind of stars like I said Mad TV a lot of voice stars a lot of voice stars and uh Oh yeah. Maybe it's just the type of sketch comedy show it was. I don't I don't know, but definitely had a lot a, a longer uh longer career on television um mad tv did um but again how who knows how long in living color would have ran and maybe in living color wouldn't be what it is to us today if it would have ran that long like maybe it wouldn't have held that kind of magic and do you think uh the stars that came out in living color would have actually made it today if they hadn't been on it uh some of them i do some of them I do. I think it definitely helped propel a few careers. Do you think Jim Carrey yeah. would have yes. been big? Yes, I think it would have maybe taken him longer, but Jim Carrey was already becoming he one of those comedians. Like if, if it wasn't for In Love of Color, I think Jim Carrey could like hop on a different sketch show at the time yeah. and make a name for himself. He might have even ended up on Saturday Night Live. Lopez. I know Damon was on Saturday Night He Live. was, briefly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that the Wayans brothers would have went on to do their things with or without the show. I think the show helped them do some of the things they did. Yeah. Uh, you got to figure the Wayans brothers were huge, man. I mean, yeah, all the scary movies, scary movies well. alone. I uh, yeah. Mo Money. I love Mo Money so much. Last Boy Scout. Um, with, uh, well, that was Damon. Yeah, but I mean, they did was, uh, White Chicks and Little Man, and I mean, you know, they did a ton. So. There was, there was the one with the super long title about not drinking your juice in the hood. Uh, don't be a menace, uh, don't be a menace to yeah, South Central while drinking your gin and juice in the yeah. hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. pretty funny, actually. <laughs> it's a pretty funny <laughs> movie. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that we all kind of agree that maybe maybe it's a good thing that In Living Color had its run like it did. They didn't they didn't go out in flames. You know, they, they, they died out on top, and they introduced us to some awesome people. So maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. You know, it, it makes me, you know, really, really want a Black Pack, you know, collaboration more. I think it should happen. You know, get it started, yeah. man. Yeah. Give them That's a call. That's it. I'm doing it. Yeah, give, give, give them a call. Give them a call. I'll break out my Black Rolodex. <laughs> and, uh, see. Let's, wait, wait. He's got one. Yeah. Wait, is that a thing? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> just gotta get on black. black Twitter and send out yeah. black Twitter. Black. Stop giving their secrets away, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> damn it, Matt. You're I'm out. the honorary member. You're out now. So um, well, we had damn. the Rat Pack, the Scrap Pack, the the Brat Pack, the Brat Pack, and the Black, and the black Pack. So mm-hmm. who's the white? Collect pack? them all. <laughs> Everyone else in Hollywood, mm, Stu. That was Everyone like, yeah, else. Yeah, you don't want to be a member of the White Pack. Just, isn't that the KKK? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, God. It's well, owned by Harvey Weinstein. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 
then I'm going to end this thing. Uh, so, <laughs> seriously, we thank all you guys for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode and uh, give us your thoughts. You know where to reach us. We're out. We're out there online. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on TikTok and Instagram. And you can always write us at yourmixtapepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. Twitter seems to be where a lot of you guys let us know. <laughs> but uh, some of you let us know yeah. on Facebook. So we appreciate that. Um, I don't know what the next episode coming up is. But I know what some of the next episodes uh, coming up will be. If that makes sense. Just don't. Nope. We, we don't know which one. In particular. We have. We have. We have ideas, and then we throw them out, and yeah. we decide which one to go with. So, But we will be doing the episode here shortly with the guys from Behind the Funny on Woodstock 99, and we will be on their show. But we do recommend you guys go check out all of our uh, friends. We do have a link on the website to all of their pages, so please go have a listen. Uh, we like them. You should listen to them, too. Matt, I know I just turned you on to a show called The Dollop. <laughs> yes. Oh, my um, God. The show is fantastic. Oh. If nothing else, go listen to the three-part Steven Seagal. Trust me. You, yep, did, you don't know what, so far. You don't know God, what you don't know about yet. Steven Seagal until you, and you're like, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a really good history podcast. Pure insanity. Yeah. And uh, they're comedians, and they talk about history, and it's it's wonderful. So I'd like to give them a quick shout-out as well. Uh, I think that is about all. Again, we appreciate everybody. Please go back and listen to, um, especially our interview episodes. We really uh, love having different people on the show, and it helps out a lot. It would also be wonderful if you guys could subscribe to what through whatever podcatcher you listen through. And if yeah, you could share don't just the listen show. to one episode, listen to all of them listen by subscribing. Them. And you know what? Subscribe yeah. even if you there's one or two you might want to skip here and there. We understand, yeah. but uh, you should. Hey, everybody. I'm talking to you. Oh God! Here we go. Subscribe. Is that leave it? us the thumbs oh, up? I thought that's what we were five star rating. Subscribe. Give us a rating. Just leave it there. Yeah, leave us a rating and please share with your friends. Turn um, on the notifications. Follow us on social media. Find out more things going on, and we'll keep bell. you up to date with everything. And um, yeah, I think that is about all. Do any of you guys have anything to add before we uh, call this one a show? I'm good. No, thanks for that. All right. Well, go back and watch old clips of Mad TV. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you should live in living color and send in what your favorite one. Yeah, was. let us know. Let us know and Be explain great. why Homie the Clown didn't play that. He just didn't. <laughs> he he didn't play it. Yeah. All right. Uh, again, thanks everybody for listening. Please check us out online. And I think that's it. Until next time, we have the opportunity to speak with all of you at home. Remember to always. Stay, Stay awesome. awesome. Stay awesome. Stay awesome.
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The cream will rise to the top. <laughs> That's right, brother. I was <laughs> muted, but that was fucking gross, guys. I didn't like that at all. Oh, just a weird-ass night in Florida. There's... Yeah.